0: Welcome to Cook Look, where I, Rosemary Coddle, go through my whole cookbook collection one book at a time. Today's book is Mom's Go-To Recipes from Gooseberry Patch. And this is a spiral-bound cookbook. And on the cover of the book, we have sheet pans full of vegetables and meat, and their illustrations, paintings, and it's something that you would expect in this book. Food and go-to recipes from what assumed to be anyone's mom. So the way that they advertise this on this book, I would assume, is that recipes that you would expect from a mom Your mom. Anyone's mom. All right. And the synopsis here says, Dear friend, as busy moms, we love sitting down to a home-cooked meal with our families. Don't you? It could be a challenge to serve up taste-tempting, healthy meals that will please everyone. But we think we have the answer. Mom's Go-To Recipes has 225. Family-friendly recipes for every occasion from home cooks just like you. And they have a few examples of recipes that they have in here, like egg sandwiches, French toast, and also one-pot meals like zucchini spaghetti or sausage bake, a cheesy chicken hot dish, easy Mexican chicken, etc. Potato soup black bean and corn chili, and also some fruit salad, lollipops, pizza-style nachos, fudgy chocolate toffee bars, banana split ice cream, and many, many, many others. Because 225 recipes, that's a lot of recipes. That is a pretty good amount. Usually when I look into my cookbook collection, there are maybe like, I would say a little over a hundred, which is a decent amount, I would say. Two hundred twenty-five? That's pretty high up there. And there are even cookbooks out there to have a thousand plus recipes. Big ones. Like, thick ones. Very thick. Sadly, I don't think I have, uh, I don't think I have a cookbook that has that much recipes. But I would say 225 is pretty high up there for my collection. So, let's just look into the book. So, just like last time that I've been through a Gooseberry Patch book, you can submit your recipes, Send it to Gooseberry Patch, and they could put it. It could be a possibility that they could add that recipe to one of their books. And there's also a few letters here. Some some people write letters to them, and one by Carla Hempelman from Mount Pleasant says, "Thank you for another wonderful book." Gooseberry Patch. I enjoyed reading the first chapter of Foolproof Christmas with all the heartwarming sweet memories grouped together. Then I read all of the fantastic delicious recipes. Now I'm ready to do a Christmas in July party. Thank you to all who contributed to this wonderful book. It made my day. So it looks like Carla has a favorite (laughs) and like it just goes on from there again if you want to submit a recipe to one of their future cookbooks you could go to gooseberrypatchcom or just mail in gooseberry patch cookbooks call for recipes po box 812 Columbus Ohio four three two one six zero eight one two I have no affiliation with gooseberry patch but I just Again, I just find it interesting that you can do this and what you'll need are the recipe name, the number of servings, talk about fond memories you had with the recipe, or special touches you like to add or handy shortcuts, ingredients of your recipe, and the instructions. And also, if you're sending it via P.O. box, you need your name, address, city, email, your phone, your state, and your zip code. Now, on to the copyright stuff. This book was published in 2019, so a few years ago. And they also have their own phone number as well. Cool, I guess. And now we're on the table of contents. And for the table of contents, there are off-to-go, off-you-go breakfasts, just a bite for lunch, skillet and stovetop suppers, classic oven bait, comfort foods, slow cooker family favorites, tasty treats anytime, and mom's best desserts. And then they have the dedication and appreciation to everyone who knows that there's nothing better than mom's good home cooking, served up with love, So, dedicated to all the moms out there with their cooking. And all who basically compiled this cookbook and all the people who provided recipes for this cookbook. So, now that that is out of the way, I do want to say something. Uh, I didn't have a Magazine Monday episode last week because I was coming down with a... Very bad stomach bug. I am now getting out of it. Thank God. And... Magazine Monday, you expected an episode this coming Monday. I Believe me, I am on the process of recording it and editing it and everything. So, patience, my dear grasshopper. Okay. Yes. Now we have gone over that spiel. Now it is on to the recipe highlights. And, of course, I am going to be right back with that. Okay, we're on the recipe highlights now. And the first recipe highlight is Duck's favorite granola. I don't think I have ever highlighted granola before on this show and if I have I probably would be wrong so they said that this granola is a favorite breakfast meal for my husband especially on busy mornings make I make it ahead of time and store it in a cover container in a refrigerator then for a healthy breakfast just top of milk in a bowl is delicious and can be also served as a topping for yogurt or ice cream, as enjoyed as a tasty snack. And this recipe is sent by Janet Sharp from Milford, Ohio. And what you'll need for this recipe are three cups of old-fashioned oats uncooked, a half cup of chopped walnuts, a half cup of chopped almonds, a half cup of chopped pecans, and for optional ingredients, they have a half cup of raisins, a half cup of pure maple syrup, a half teaspoon of cinnamon, and a fourth teaspoon of salt. All right. And now it is time for instructions. It's to combine all the ingredients in a large bowl, mix well to coat everything with syrup, spread mixture on a large baking sheet covered with non-stick vegetable spray, bake at 300 degrees for about 30 minutes until golden, stirring occasionally, then place the baking sheet on a wire rack, let cool completely, Transfer to an airtight container and keep refrigerated up to two weeks. And this makes nine servings. Up to two weeks? That's not bad. That's not bad at all. And for a tip, they put that half pint mason jars are just ripe for filling with layers of fresh fruit, creamy yogurt, and crunchy granola. And for those of you who are unaware of what that's called, it's basically a parfait. You can make a parfait in a jar a lot of people do and a lot of people also use like small glasses to do that as well and it says that they can even be topped into the fridge the night before and then topped with granola just before serving and you just need a spoon to eat it so nice and as suggested before janet Sharp, the person who created this recipe, said that you can just like eat this with milk and just eat it like cereal. So there's that. <laughs> with that out of the way, the next recipe highlight is cream cheese chicken. This may sound insane, but when I seen this, I'm like, oh my god, I must try this. Because, one, I love cream cheese. Cream cheese is basically crack to me. Like, put cream cheese or cottage cheese in front of me. Best believe, I'm, I could eat it in one sitting if you don't take it away from me. So, this recipe is by Leona Krivda from Belle Vernon, Pennsylvania. And she says, this is so good, you can't stay out of it. It is so easy, and you can either serve it on buns, or just put it on a plate like I do. Great to make on a day when you're short on time. <laughs> also, I've seen like a lot of Southern people on YouTube, especially on cooking YouTube channels, make something like this. And some people call it crack chicken. Because, I'm, I'm telling you, cream cheese is legit crack to some of us Southern folk. Just saying. Like, I could put, che- I could put cream cheese on anything, to be honest with you. Savory or sweet. <laughs> anyway, what you'll need for this recipe are four boneless, skinless chicken breasts, when- a one-ounce patch of ranch salad dressing mix, 8 ounces of packaged cream cheese, room temperature, cut into cubes. A fourth cup of butter sliced. Salt, pepper, garlic powder, and turmeric to taste. A half cup of bacon, crisply cooked and crumbled. A half cup of shredded cheddar cheese. And also, this is optional, 6 to 8 buns, split and some barbecue sauce and now once again it is time. what you do are to layer the chicken breasts in a four quart slow cooker coated with nonstick spray sprinkle with dressing mix top of your cream cheese and butter Cover and cook on high, setting for 4-5 to hours until chicken is tender. Remove chicken to a bowl, shred with a fork, and season lightly with salt, and then set aside. Whisk cooking liquid in slow cooker to break up any pieces of cream cheese, add seasonings as desired, and then return the shredded chicken into the slow cooker and stir to coat well. Set slow cooker to low or warm, and at serving time, add your bacon and cheddar cheese and stir again. If desired, spoon into buns and top with barbecue sauce. And this serves six to eight. I I know this may sound nasty to some of you as I read this, but I can't deny. I can't deny. If it's going to have cream cheese, this girl was going to eat it any day of the week. If it has cream cheese in it, I'm gonna eat it. Because cream cheese is addictive. I, I, It is addictive. The next recipe is hominy stir fry. I know. I don't know. It just sounded unusual to me. I've heard of stir fry, of course. But I never really heard of anyone put hominy in a stir fry i guess that just shows how sheltered i am who knows this recipe is by pamela Dehart from roanoke virginia and she says my dad and i created this to enjoy on cold days by just tossing some yummy ingredients together if you want a little more add some diced ham along with the cheese for an even tastier dish and this only has a few ingredients, and the instructions are pretty short. What you'll need are two tablespoons of butter, two ounce cans of hominy, drained, one green pepper, finely chopped, three-fourths cup of onion, finely chopped, salt and pepper to taste, and an eight-ounce package of Colby cheese. It is instruction time. I don't feel like doing the echo right now, but it is instruction time. Walk in, pause if you need to, fast forward if you need to, back up if you need to. Just do what you need to do. I told you this before, but I'm telling you again. It's been a while since I told you. And now that I told you, let's get into it. Melt butter in a skillet over medium heat. Stir in your hominy, green pepper, and onion. Season with salt and pepper and then simmer for five to ten minutes until onion and pepper are tender. Stir, top with your cheese, and simmer until the cheese is melted. Stir again before serving, and this serves four. And now I think we have one more recipe highlight within us and for this recipe highlight that is going to be on page 189 so almost in the very back 189 and this recipe is this recipe is for key lime bars and this is from Vicki from Gooseberry Patch herself. The taste of the tropics. Perfect for summertime, yet equally welcome after a big holiday meal. So this recipe is basically from one of the founders of Gooseberry Patch. And she decides to bless us with this recipe for key lime bars. So what you'll need for this dish are... Two and a fourth cups of all-purpose flour divided, two thirds cup of powdered sugar, one teaspoon of baking powder divided, one cup of softened butter, five eggs beaten, two cups of sugar, and a half cup of lime juice. And now for the last time it is. Instruction time. Instruction time. Okay. In a bowl, combine two cups flour, powdered sugar, and a half teaspoon of baking powder. Cut butter with two forks until mixture resembles coarse crumbs. So, basically, it's a pie dough. Press dough into a lightly greased 13x9 baking pan. Bake at 350 degrees for 20-25 to 25 minutes until lightly golden. Meanwhile, in another bowl, stir together your eggs, sugar, lime juice, and remaining flour and baking powder. Pour over hot crust, return to the oven... Bake for another 22 to 25 minutes until lightly golden, and then cut it into bars. This makes two dozen bars. And Vicky provides a tip about recipe. She says that you can use a sugar shaker to save cleanup time in the kitchen, ideal for dusting powdered sugar onto cookies and desserts, still warm from the oven. And that's it! That's all of the recipes I want to highlight for Mom's Go-To Recipes. And that's all we hear about from Mom's Go-To Recipes. To, To support Gooseberry Patch, because they have made some awesome recipes and have provided awesome recipes in their books and on the web alike, you can follow them on Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest. You can email them. They have their own blog, and they also have their own YouTube channel, and their blog is www.gooseberrypatch.com, and yeah. Next week's book is going to be Field to Fork from the Old Farmer's Almanac, and it's basically a collection of classic recipes from the Old Farmer's Almanac, so that will be next week's book. That's going to be exciting. And also, Magazine Monday is coming Monday. Like I said, I didn't record it or anything last week because I was sick. You you guys wouldn't believe. All right. Now it is time for the Uh, uh, outro. And I'm going to roll it. Want to show your cooking skills? Want me to look at what cookbooks interest you? Want to chat? Or you just want to be updated on the podcast? Search and follow the podcast on Facebook. It is called Cook Look Podcast. Or you could click the link in the show notes. Or you can email me at cooklookpod at gmail.com. That is k l o o k. P-O-D at gmail.com You can also follow me on Twitter. I'm Rosemary Caudle, and my username is at Pod on Twitter. You can also listen to this podcast anywhere that you listen to podcasts. New episodes come out Monday and Friday. Monday is Magazine Monday and Friday are your regular cookbook cookbook episodes episodes. Thank you for listening. Bye!